Hello, welcome to another episode of Rando Rob. My name is Rob and this is the show, the video show slash podcast where I show uh, bits of uh, things that I have collected, parts of collections and collecting things and all kinds of random stuff that I have stored here at my house. Uh, today's episode is a couple of days late. I try to do these on Monday, but I was feeling a little under the weather. On Monday, and then yesterday was Valentine's Day, that uh, made-up fake holiday <laughs> that uh, we all know is really made for spending money and stuff. And uh, Valentine's Day is uh, <clears throat> it's a tough, tough one to swallow, and it's it's tough after you've been married for uh, so many years. Uh, this will be uh, this year uh, will be my twenty-eighth upcoming will be my twenty-eighth wedding anniversary, and so there. You know, only so many boxes of chocolate and things like that that you can buy for somebody. Uh, I, I try to do the thing where, um, you know, I randomly buy my wife flowers or, or little treats and things like that. And um, throughout the year, not just uh, one day a year. So Valentine's Day is, uh, uh, <clears throat> if you don't buy things for uh, your, your partner 364 days a year, then Valentine's Day is a good reminder that you ought to be doing that. But uh um, really you should be doing that more, more often than not. So, uh, the reason I'm talking about Valentine's day is I'm going to show you, uh, what we did last night for Valentine's day, which is going to lead into, uh, a very sub collection of things that I collected for a short period of time. It was a collection that I got into and then very quickly, uh, got out of, I realized that it was a silly thing to be collecting. Uh, and, um, you know, a, a lot of times, a lot of my collections are triggered by a single purchase or a nostalgic feeling from an item. And, uh, I, I'll, I'll start buying things or adding to a collection before really thinking it through. And this is uh, definitely an example of that. So, uh, before we talk about that, I want to talk about what we did last night for Valentine's Day. Now, uh, my wife and I and my daughter are fans of the television show Nailed It, which is a Netflix television program uh, that the show itself was born out of an internet meme. Uh, and then what the meme was <clears throat> is when people try to recreate something, and in this case, it's cakes. Uh, but it could be any anything, uh, uh, you know, a, a look, a, a, a piece of clothing, artwork, whatever. And it's a sarcastic kind of thing where uh, people will show the original item that they tried to make or the, uh, that they tried to reproduce, and then they'll show what they actually made, and then they'll say, nailed it, even, even when they did. So that's kind of the, the sarcastic joke there. So there's an entire television show, a series that's on Netflix, and... Um, uh, they they bring in people with uh, questionable baking skills uh, and cake decorating skills, and then they show them the most amazing cakes you've ever seen in your life. Like I mean, they had a cake. Uh, they had there was an episode with a, a bust of Napoleon Bonaparte. They've had things you know with working volcanoes and just the craziest, most insane cakes you've ever seen. And then they give these people you know two hours to bake cakes, decorate them. Uh, and of course the results are funny because the results are usually terrible. <clears throat> and so my wife for Valentine's day, and you know, we've, we've done everything, you know, like how many times can you go out for dinner for Valentine's day? How many times can you, you know, do the same things over and over? And so, uh, uh Susan, my wife thought it would be fun. Uh, if we spent Valentine's day and did our own 
nailed it cake uh, cake decorating challenge. So uh, my wife picked a photo of a fairly complicated cake to reproduce. Then uh, she showed it to us 24 hours in advance that we weren't allowed to, uh, uh, you know, do anything other than think about how we were going to approach the cake. And then uh, last night on Valentine's Day, uh, my wife had already cooked, baked the cake. So this wasn't really a baking challenge as much as a decorating challenge. But we, um, she had bought some fondant, which if you watch these cake decorating shows, you know that fondant is kind of a... Um, uh, almost a, a pliable, uh, it's sugar, but it comes in a, a block and you can knead it into like sheets and cover uh, cakes and things with it. So we were, we had access to fondant. We had access to um, buttercream, icing uh, and piping bags. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that was, that was kind of uh, what we did. So, so before I talk about today's collection, which we'll get to in, in just a, a couple of minutes here, I want to show you uh, what we did last night. So I'm going to flip over to the photo view here. And uh, if you're watching uh, this on YouTube, you can see the cake. If you're not, uh, this is a cake. It looks like uh, the bottom part, the actual cake part, uh, is a couple of cakes stacked on top of each other, and they are decorated to look like a Valentine's Day present. And then the top of the box is open, and sticking out of the box is a puppy uh, with big puppy eyes, um, and uh, it has a ribbon in its hair. And uh, that was that's kind of the gist. That's what we we tried to create. So my my daughter, my 17 year old daughter, my wife, and I uh, sat down with our cakes, <clears throat> our fondant our piping bags. We gave ourselves one hour, but we, we went over that time frame a little bit till everybody was done. Cause, uh, uh, you know, we want everybody to have a chance. And then once we put all the cakes out, uh, we judged them, uh, just, you know, and it was very obvious who the winner was and who the loser was. So again, if you're not watching this in the video, I'll try to describe these uh, three cakes to you. Uh, but this first cake, <clears throat> this is what my daughter made. And by all accounts, this is a good-looking cake. Uh, you can see that you've got the package. She recreated the package. You've got the red fondant. You've got the white ribbon around the package, some polka dots on the package, and then you've got a uh, this cute little dog head poking out that looks pretty much like a cute little dog head. It's got the ribbon on the head. It's, it's very, very good. Um, so she was, we all three unanimously decided she was the winner of the contest. This one is very good. The second cake <clears throat> and second place in the contest is my wife's cake. Um, the The package is a bit more round than square. Uh, the ribbon looks okay. It does look like a dog's head, although it doesn't look like maybe the same breed of dog. The, the shape is a little different on the head. But you know what? It's not bad. Especially this is the first time any of us have decorated a cake like this. We've never, None of us had ever used fondant before, so it was kind of a new medium. Uh, and of course, <clears throat> uh, you know, th this, this was all new. So we had a good time. I don't know exactly when or, or where things went wrong on my cake, but it was early and it was bad. Uh, so here's the picture of my cake. Um, I thought the package part had problems. I rolled the fondant a little bit too thin, which is uh, a lesson to be learned, because then as it draped over, the longer it, it sat there, gravity began to, to make it split. 
Um, the, uh, the dog's head, we made the dog's heads out of Rice Krispie treats, which I thought was okay. Um, but, uh, the, the snout on mine began to sag a little bit. I had trouble getting the, the iced, the buttercream icing to stick to the Rice Krispie treats. Uh, I could not find where they had had the, um, the black fondant. So I put red eyes on them, which kind of makes it look a bit like Cujo, uh, or maybe that he's got the mange. I don't really know. I did okay on the ribbon. Um, we have a saying in my house uh, that ugly cakes still taste like cake. And uh, that was indeed uh, what happened here. So we had a fun time decorating the cakes. Uh, we we joked that maybe this will become a uh, an annual competition for Valentine's Day. We may try this again in the future. So we had a good time uh, spending some time together on Valentine's Day and making these cakes. Now, the, the, the other reason <clears throat> that I wanted to share this with you is because this ties into, again, a very specific collection that I began several years ago and then got out of uh, after uh, not too long. But that is collecting uh, cake pans, specifically character-shaped pans. So let me show you uh, some of the ones that I owned. This first one is a SpongeBob cake pan. Now, you may remember these from the 70s or the 80s, and I certainly do. My mom owned some of these. My mom baked all of my birthday cakes growing up. She uh, made very nice, delicious cakes. And uh, we had a few of these types of uh, cake pans, you know. And so uh, I will show you <clears throat> towards the end. There's only about 10 pictures here to show. Uh, and when we get to the end, I'll show you the one that that kicked off the collection. Uh, this one is not it. This is one that I saw, uh, that I picked up. But, uh, once I had one of these cake pans, these character cake pans, um, I just started buying more of them. I thought, well, that's kind of an interesting thing to own. And so I always thought about maybe I would display them on the wall, but I never did that. So they really just sat in a cabinet and, um, and I only actually used, I believe one of them, uh, to make a cake, <laughs> which is kind of, if you're going to own something that does something and you don't use it for that one thing, then it might be time to let it go. Anyway, uh, so this is one of the cake pans that I own in my collection. This is a SpongeBob character uh, cake pan. This was my, I'm going to say my second favorite of all the cake pans that I owned. This is a very retro slash vintage looking computer. This looks kind of like an IBM, maybe a PS2, that style, but the pizza box style, you got the CRT monitor on front, uh, you know, on top, and you've got the keyboard protruding out <clears throat> and the dual disc drives on the front. I never baked a cake with this, but I always thought it would be really cool to put like a black and green screen or, or maybe uh, even do it blue like the Commodore 64. Um, but uh, uh, I, I just thought this was a really, really cool cake pan. I really enjoyed this. Uh, this is a Barbie princess style cake pan. Uh, there is a price tag on this. I'm going to zoom in just because I don't remember if I can even read it. Um, it looks like it says, I see a three on it and then I see an upside down. Oh, maybe that's an S or two. So maybe this was a $3 pan. Um, so like a lot of things, uh, you know, I'll collect anything if it's cheap enough. And, uh. Uh, yep. Not much to say about that one. Uh, now this was, uh, not my favorite, but this was one of my favorites. And this is a Bugs Bunny character cake pan. You can see there's old Bugs. He's uh, eating the carrot. Now, if you ever 
<clears throat> I used one of these. The way that you're supposed to decorate them is you got, uh, I believe they call it like a star tip uh, for your icing. And then you just put different colors and it's all, almost like a paint by number. So you would do different parts of the character. You know, you would do the, the rabbit gray. You would do the carrot orange. The reason I know these colors is because you're going to see a photo. This is the only cake pan of all the cake pans that I owned that I actually used. I actually baked a cake with this Bugs Bunny cake pan. The end result did not look very much like Bugs Bunny, which um, seems impossible. <laughs> you would cake a, or bake a cake with a Bugs Bunny cake pan and it wouldn't turn out to look like Bugs Bunny. But you also have to get the right, right colors and things like that. And also, uh, if you're looking at the picture, you'll see that these cake pans have lots of little details, but those details don't always translate perfectly onto the cake. So you kind of have to use a little bit of creativity when you're uh, decorating the cakes themselves. Uh, this is a little clown cake that I own. Now, this, I swear that the price tag on this is $25, but I'm, I'm telling you on all that is holy, I would never pay $25 for a cake pan. I mean, if maybe it says two for five, I would believe that. Um, but I'm sure that combined all these together, I did not spend $25. Uh, there was only one of these that was uh, remotely expensive. Um, but this is a clown. I mean, this would be a great for a kid's birthday party. You would make a little clown uh, cake unless they're afraid of clowns, in which case you would get all the cake and they would run screaming. That'd be a bad birthday. Um, after I began collecting all these little cake pans, my wife bought me this for my birthday. And this is a cake pan that allows you to bake uh, a giant cake that looks like a giant Oreo cookie. And um, it had different parts, uh, different cake pans, one for the cookie part, I think, and one for the middle or whatever. Um, I thought this was a really nice gift. And uh, we had it in the kitchen for a long time and we never opened the box. We never actually made a giant sandwich cookie uh, cake pan, but it, uh, certainly looks delicious. I wish I had it now. <laughs> um, this is, uh, the most expensive cake pan that I purchased. And I want to say it was $10, but it could have been even more. Um, but this is an R2D2, uh, cake pan. And you can see, uh, at the top, uh, it says, uh, Wilton party pan R2D2. This is R2-D2 cake. Uh, it has uh, uh, create a Star Wars character. Um, and then on the bottom right, it has a logo for Empire Strikes Back. So this was the coolest uh, cake pan. This was my favorite cake pan of all the ones that I collected. This is probably the one I spent the most money on. And this is the one that I found first. And once I found this one, I thought, you know what? If I'm going to get one cake pan, I should get more cake pans. So this is what really inspired and started uh, the collection. Uh, here is one more picture. And uh, I'm going to zoom in again just to see the prices on these. Uh, these look like they were about $10 each. But I got some sort of discount on them. I don't remember what it was. But uh, I think when you buy a bunch of cake pans at once, uh, they will give you a deal. But in this picture, there are three cake pans. The Bugs Bunny one that I showed before is in this. In the middle is a Superman cake and cake pan. And the one on the far right is Tweety Bird. So any anything that had licensed characters was more expensive, um, you know, 
obviously because you have to pay for the rights and things like that. <clears throat> Some of them, I don't know. It, it, um, like I could see a kid wanting a Bugs Bunny cake. A Tweety Bird cake is a little weird. Superman, I could definitely see. Um, I'm looking back at some of the other ones. SpongeBob obviously would, would be a super popular one. That computer one. I love that. I would, I would totally love a computer cake for my birthday. Uh, so anyway, you know, just kind of to recap, I, I was buying all these cake pans. I wasn't using them. And then I thought, what am I doing with my life? Why am I collecting cake pans? I already collect plenty of other stuff. Cake pans. I don't need to add cake pans to my list of, of things I collect. So anyway, in this last photo here. Uh, you can see this is the, uh, my daughter and I baked this cake using the Bugs Bunny cake pan. And then we use that star tip to basically drop colors in different sections. And we created, uh, this Bugs Bunny-esque. It doesn't really look like Bugs Bunny so much. The, the gray is wrong. We, we made the gray, uh, much too dark. And so when you, you do that, it kind of changes the character, but, um, uh, but yeah, this was, uh, this was our Bugs Bunny cake and we made this for Easter, uh, in, um, I can't believe that the date says 2018. I, I would, I would guess we did this in like 2015, but, um, but the date says 2018. Uh, so, so not, that just can't be right. I gotta double check that file. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Um, but yeah, that, that's, uh, my daughter and I made this cake and, um, you know, that, like I said, this is the only cake pan of all the ones I own that we actually used. So once I owned all those cake pans uh, and wasn't using them and wasn't displaying them, I thought they're just they're just adding up junk. I got to get rid of them. Uh, so let me switch back over to uh, the main screen here. Uh, so I I didn't know what to do with these cake pans. And so I I posted on Facebook and I said, Hey, does anybody want, uh, some cake pans? Are you, is anybody interested in cake pans? And I got a few people, I, I've got some, a few people on my Facebook thing that, uh, no matter what I post, if it's for free, they'll always <laughs> hop in and want it. Uh, so, you know, I, I definitely could have got rid of them, but someone said that you can donate them to the public library and that at the library, they actually have just like how people check out books, um, and I don't know when the last time you went to your local public library, but my public library, the last time we went there, not only can you obviously check out books, uh, and you probably know that you can check out CDs and DVDs and, and, uh, all those sorts of things. Uh, but ours actually has a creator space where you can, they have a green screen wall. They have iPads, they have uh, multiple computers set up with all the Adobe suite. So you can film, uh, yourself against the green screen and you can do editing, on the Adobe, uh, you know, on, on uh, <clears throat> the computers that they have set up there, they have a Cricut machine and they also have uh, multiple 3D printers. And um, they said that you, I believe they said that the printing is free. I thought at one point, I thought you had to pay for the filament or something, but I think they said it was free. So um, libraries offer a, a lot of things that a lot of people don't um, don't think about, especially if you're older like me. And you just remember going to the library as a kid, you go, well, yeah, you get books or maybe magazines, you know, but that's it. But there's a lot of different stuff at libraries. And someone told me that the, one of our local libraries had a collection of cake pans and that people can check out a cake pan and use it and bring it back. 
And so uh, that was immediately what we did. We, I took all the cake pans and we went to the library and donated all the cake pans to the library. So somebody out there, uh, you can go to the my local library, one of the libraries here, and you can check out the R2-D2 cake pan or the Bugs Bunny cake pan or the Tweety Bird or any of the can, uh, pans that I had. And I'm sure they have a lot of other cake pans as well. And you can check one of those out and make your own uh, character themed cake. So again, it's difficult to explain why I started collecting these. Uh, I definitely have a nostalgic connection to them. My mom used these when I was a kid. Uh, I love the R2-D2 one, which is what started it all. And just seeing these, the characters from your childhood, seeing Superman, seeing Bugs Bunny, uh, I just thought, well, this is a cool thing. And then all of a sudden I had a collection of things that uh, were taking up space and not getting used and I was not really enjoying. So uh, it's one of those collections that you get into and then as quick as you can, you get out of, <laughs> and that's what I did. So, uh, one thing I did not get out of though, is eating cake. Uh, I still enjoy eating cake. And there are three, uh, dog themed cakes of questionable decorating skills, but all very, very tasty sitting out there in the kitchen waiting for me. So I'm going to go have a slice of cake. Thanks for checking out another episode of Rando Rob. Uh, don't forget, if you want to watch episodes of Rando Rob, go to youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. You can find the playlist for Rando Rob and watch the videos there. If you like listening to them, you can find Rando Rob on Apple uh, Podcasts. I always want to say iTunes. Or you could go to uh, podcast.robohara.com and check out all the episodes of Rando Rob and listen to them or download them from there. Thanks for checking it out, and you'll be uh, hearing some vintage or uh, retro episodes of Rando Rob uh, throughout the week. Thanks again for checking it out. Bye.